The Cool Mom Show, the place you can find real mom talk without the perfection of social media. We'll be chatting about marriage after kids, parenting, and the life of being a working mom. Turn on the podcast during your morning commute or while folding the laundry. Grab yourself a coffee, put on some lip gloss, and let's do this together. No, I'm trying to get my energy. (laughs) I'm trying to get excited. Hey, cool moms, we're going to talk about budgeting. (laughs) It's recording. (laughs) It's going in. Is it? Maybe. Is it ready? ready? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're right. (laughs) It's recording. Okay. Hey, cool moms. (laughs) Welcome back. We are here and we have an exciting topic for today we do yeah we're gonna talk about (laughs) financial budgeting that is so exciting (laughs) oh my goodness financial planning oh my i'm so excited it can be exciting it can also be boring boring it can be um hard (laughs) but it is important but it's important (laughs) and we're still in january so we got a fresh start for 2023 it's time to kick some butt on some financial budgeting yeah time to Um, kick some butt last year i buckled down with this as much as i could for the first time in a long time buckled down what'd you say last week last week prepare fail to prepare <laughs> prepare to fail prepare to fail that's our like that's a that's motto our, that's our mantra mantra <laughs> for the year it goes well with this topic the because fail. some there are days where i'm like i don't even want to i don't even want to log into my huntington app oh just, wouldn't that i be- don't want to log in <laughs> yeah and you taught me that you, what you taught me this was like five years ago when we first i got together you're like just don't look at it <laughs> I didn't tell you. You're crazy as heck. <laughs> um, and uh, so I started doing that. It is a lot less stressful, but man, it's not. It's not a good. It's I not a good not habit. Say, I might have said that freaking before we had children. It was. It yeah. was. It was a long time ago. It was before <laughs> we had kids. It was. It was. Uh, well, then when you get married, and then the joint. I mean, like we. You kept, don't have to be joint, but we. Well, we were together for a long time. Yeah. And we had separate bank accounts. You're operating in your own ways and you're doing your own thing. And, yeah. Uh, everybody, it's pretty easy to um, financially budget when it's just you. Yeah, but, it's so much easier. Yeah, it's so much easier. All you have to worry about is yourself. And then when you get married, most people, that's when they... I mean, we kind of kept we, we kept, kept our separate. For we a kept separate while. bank accounts when Actually, we were married until Stella was about one. Um, what what happened was you were working out of town. Um, you're very old school, so you didn't have Venmo, you didn't have Facebook Pay, you didn't have any of that. You were working out of town, and um, I was pretty much just buying everything, which was fine. But I was having to ask <laughs> you, like, "Hey, I need this amount of cash. Hey, I need this amount of cash," and I was just like. Why don't we, like, just put it together that way? I don't have to, like, ask you all the time and, like, pay each other back for all these things. Like, it just made it more simple. Well, like anything, like, it's easier to just do it slowly. Um, It was easy when we first got married and didn't have kids. It was easy to budget everything out and make it equal and fair. And that kind of, it was kind of easier to keep track of everything when it was separated. Yeah. Um, But once you throw kids into the mix... There's so many 
uh, things they need all the time. It's too hard yeah. to divvy it up and make it fair. Right. I, honestly, I liked when we did that before we had kids. Um, yeah, I did too. We sat down. We budgeted our bills up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I just want to give this advice to people who are married without kids. Yeah. We sat down when we got married, budgeted our bills up, and made it fair, like proportional. Yeah. And that worked really well for yeah. <laughs> three years or whatever. I mean Yeah. And then um But what we do now I think is good too because uh, we have you know, we have our joint, which is good because like at this point at this expenses. point we have two kids. We're preparing for future, we're preparing for Yeah. So it, many things. But we also have our own we still own, both have our own personal accounts too. So we both have our own Yeah. That can kind of we like, have our joint account that our paychecks go into yeah and then we made a sat down and made a family budget and mm-hmm. that's taking care of the bills and we each have i have a separate account at a different bank uh, for all my side deals and side businesses and businesses yeah. and that's all my stuff that's extracurricular yeah. money yeah and you'd have the same uh but yeah. yours is at the same bank but yeah mine's at the same bank just because it's easier it's for separate. me but yeah, it's separate. Okay. Yeah, that's just a kind of a foreshadow of how, of we, how do we do stuff. things. Yeah. Yep. Um, it just, yeah, like he said, it got challenging with kids. Like, you know, we're not going to split up our grocery bill. Like, <laughs> we're not going to split up diapers. We're not going to split up wipes. Like, I don't know. It just made more sense. You have to buy so much when you have your first yeah. kid. And even two. now, it's like the girls do dance. They do gymnastics. Like, there's just a lot of things. Um to think about. I mean, it does make it easier. Okay. That's just a quick intro. <laughs> a quick intro of our personal budgeting. <laughs> um, so going off that, um, we um, also, last year, we re- we both read the Dave Ramsey book, which was a good, um, it was good. marital, financial, even if you don't follow every single one of his tips, if you just take like a few of them that fits your life, it's going to help you. So I just wanted to reflect on that real quick because last year we did that and it was really beneficial. And I feel like there's other financial books out there that you could read that would be beneficial as well. It doesn't um, have to be Dave Ramsey. We followed his plan for a little bit. He's got a pretty heavy <laughs> plan. He's also the type of guy, he doesn't have any... His plan involves making no extra money. Like, it's a good plan. His plan is, like, future. His plan is... um, Pay off all debt. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying it's really solidified. Like, this is how much you make. This is your budget. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's kind of not... We don't really operate that way. Because I'm always... Yeah. Doing side things. Yeah. And another thing with you is um, your work is... Up and down. Up and down a lot, which I've noticed too when you're going into a budget. Like summertime, you tend to work a lot of overtime. Wintertime, you tend to not work as much overtime. So it can can fluctuate. I think it was a good read. Good read. Um, Overall, good concepts. Good concepts. Definitely a lot there to build a solid foundation up from zero. Yeah. And he talks about... um, It's a lot of different stages. Doing it as as a married couple too, I think. He doesn't, yeah. t- he touches on it. It's not like a main topic. You're like a he team. talks about being a team and yeah. working as a team and, you know, preparing, preparing in that way. It's a good read. So, yeah. 
It was actually a Christmas gift from your mom last year. She <laughs> gifted you the Dave Ramsey book. Oh, and yeah. she was like, I thought you'd really like this. And so then I I actually downloaded it on audio because I'm a mom and I'm busy. And I listened to it in the car. And I listened to it in like three days. Well, I would recommend that even if you're going to use it and do it or not, it, then you can kind of see what we both read it. We both talked about it. And you kind of see what what your spouse is thinking. Yeah. And you can understand there. Yeah, it gives you an understanding. It gives you both a good idea of where each other are at as far as these concepts and how you want to do things. Yeah, because financial planning can be, in a marriage, stressful. Like, that's a stressful topic. That's That's a heavy topic. It's a hard topic. You might not always have the same approach. And Yeah. I just think it's a good baseline. You got to decide how much you want to spend on a car. Yeah. Um, which is a really important thing. Um, you know, it, all there's the things. a ton of there's things. a ton of things. Yeah. yeah, I would suggest the book though. Yeah. Um. So yeah. anyway, my my topic for today is just like my ten my ten rules advice um, for financial planning. I just kind of jotted down ten things that we've kind of been following over the past year that's worked for us, and things that I even want to you know go back to and work on for this year as well. Yeah, let's hear some tips. So number one, this is the number one thing I've learned, and it is know when your large payments are going to come out of your checking, which may seem like a very obvious tip, but it's really important. Like, um, so just know when like your mortgage is going to come out or maybe your car payment, like know when that's going to come out and plan for it. Be like, okay, this is going to come out, so I need to make sure um, <laughs> we have enough, which is pretty obvious, but it's it's important. Do all, you, we have all of ours? See, you're, you've been tracking all this. Is our, all of ours is in the first week, right? Ours is the fir- very first of the month, so like January 1st or February 1st, yeah. So our first week is always like a little... It's a little... It's a lot all at once, but, but it makes it, it sets easier the for the rest of the month because you're like, okay, those big payments are done. But you also... What I've noticed is as you get to the end of that month, so say as you get to the end of January, you want to be like, okay, last week of January, we have a big payment coming up February 1st. <laughs> like, let's not spend it a lot this week. So the first the first week and then the last week is not so fun. <laughs> the middle of the month is you can have a little more flexibility. <laughs> yeah. But at least we know that. Like, now we have that, like, routine. Like, we know that. Like, just yeah. knowing it and planning it and knowing it is, like, the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, it, there may be better ways to like spread things out. I'm sure there's better ways to do it. I'm not a, I'm not a numbers person. I'm not an accountant. I'm not <laughs> these things, but, but, you need um, to know. but, but we have, the you, biggest thing is we have a routine and you we gotta know. have your finger on your financial pulse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. You need to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is the first one. Second one is get a budget planner. So last year I got a budget planner and I will say I didn't do it every single month, but even just doing it for like, you know, 50% of the months, writing it all down, it made me realize like all these little details, like just writing out like the things that you do or the things that you have done, you start noticing little details and you're like, oh, okay, I could do better here. Or or I could. this ain't adding up. Yeah. Or like, Like, oh, I I spent like $500 at Starbucks. I don't know. That might be an exaggeration, but like you could be like, oh, wow. Like it just really. It really puts it in perspective when you physically write it down. Oh. And you're like, oh, I could have done better. Like, like, oh, we can only go out to eat once a week. 
or yeah, that once too. every two weeks or whatever because yeah. it's killing us. Yeah. You know? That's an easy way to spend money. Yeah, that's food. Food is honestly one of the biggest ways to spend money. But I mean, we also need it. So, <laughs> yeah. And and nowadays, inflation. Another reason why I wanted to do this topic is because of inflation. Like, inflation is real right now, and it's it's affecting everybody. Like everybody. And if it's not affecting you, like that's great. But <laughs> it's affecting a lot of people. Groceries are expensive. Gallons of milk is like five dollars. Like. I bought a carton of eggs yesterday and I, I, I'm a healthy eater, right? Like I want to buy healthy choice foods. I don't want to buy processed eggs. Like I wanted to buy like good eggs, right? <laughs> 18, 18 count of good eggs. Guess how much these like good, healthy, like non, whatever, cage free eggs cost. Grass, Grass fed. fed. I don't know. $7. Yeah, $7. You've been buying those? I did this time because you you shared that thing with me about eggs and how important it is. And I'm like, well, I don't want to like be fueling our body with these terrible eggs. Like you can buy the cheap eggs, but just know you buy the cheap eggs. (laughs) See, that's what I used to do. But anyway, anyway, (laughs) it's just one of those things. I did it like twice. Yeah, I probably won't stick to that. I just Bert Jarvis on Route 40 sell you a dozen eggs for. Two dollars, really? Yeah. Pick those up on your way <laughs> for work. Yeah, I could. Um. Anyways, back to the budget planner. Just writing things down, knowing where you're, you can just keep track better. Um. Number three is keep track. Not knowing is planning to fail. That is we just pretty talk- much what we've been talking about for the last <laughs> two episodes. So I'm sorry, it's another repeat, but That's it's okay. so true. Um. Number four is make enough dinner to take for lunch the next day. This is pretty big. Um, yeah. And it's for you, it's hard because you don't have a microwave or anything. But for me, I can do it. And I actually like eating leftovers. Um, but like if I make something in the crock pot and there's stuff left over, I put it in a container and I can take it for lunch the next day. It's kind of killing two birds with one stone. My lunch is prepared for the next day and I didn't have to do anything extra. Yeah. And I didn't have to spend any extra money because it was already planned for dinner. It's not necessarily something you have to do every single day, but just doing it here and there, like a couple times well, like a week. Like you said, um, eating out can kill you. Like mm-hmm. if you eat, if you got like an hour lunch at work and you have the option yeah. to, you I mean, it's going to be ten to fifteen dollars that you're spending. Like fifteen at least. Fifteen probably nowadays. Like, or you, you can eat your lunch leftovers. That's free. You can't free. do it every day. It's fun and all, but um, like my dad eats out for breakfast and lunch. And probably dinner every day. Yeah, that adds up. Oh my gosh. And if you do the math, it's ridiculous. And it's just, that's the way he chooses to live his life. But the way our budget's set up, it's not budgeted for that. No. And uh, I mean, he's a single man. If you want to do it that way, that's fine. But with the things we want, the things we want and the income we have, we're, we're not eating out. Three times a day. There's no free. It does make life. it easier when you have a four and two year old because eating out is not as enjoyable as it used to be, anyways. So I I personally enjoy eating at home at this phase of life that we're in. True. Um, so it does make it a little bit easier if you have a young family. It's it's actually easier just to eat it at home. And and going along with that, make enough dinner to take for lunch the next day. So I one thing I've been doing with like kind of like my New Year's thing is um the days that I work is during that extra time of getting up an hour earlier is maybe throwing dinner in the crock pot. So when I get home from work, this is a good working mom tip is so when I get home from work, 
the dinner's ready. It's been cooking all day. It's ready. Um, another thing is I've been, I've been utilizing TikTok to find crockpot meal ideas. Oh, yeah, you have. Literally, it will show you like a five, you know, a 30 second video of how to make this entire dinner in the crockpot. And I'm a visual person. So when I see it being thrown in there, I'm like, I can do that. So waking up 30 minutes earlier and doing it um, helps. Oh, yeah, you've been killing that. Um, okay, number five is make coffee at home and treat yourself occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is something I could work on. You're I, the one that drives by Starbucks every day. I, I drive by to. Starbucks and it's <laughs> right there and I have the app on my phone so I can literally order it. It's ready for pickup. I have no time. I have been um, <laughs> drinking more coffee at home though or taking it with me just because when I get it at Starbucks, my work is literally a mile down the road, so I don't even have enough time to drink it by the time I have to see patients. <laughs> Thank goodness. Like, I'm, most of the time, I'm chugging it, because um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a dental hygienist, so, like, I can't, I'm not sitting at a desk where I can sip on my coffee. Like, I, I, when I get to work, gloves are on, masks on, like, I don't, I'm not sipping my coffee. Like, I need to get my coffee in before I get to work, because I'm not, I don't have time. I am yeah. go, 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 nonstop. So, um... So making it at home actually gives me like 15 minutes to enjoy it in the car ride and I don't have to chug it. So it's it's good all around. But treating yourself occasionally, you know, is fine. I feel like it's hard around the holiday season because Starbucks has all their fun holiday drinks and they're so good and yummy. But we're almost over that at this point. So I don't I don't know. Luckily for me, I don't really like I like drinking my plain coffee with half and a half. And that's that Starbucks stuff is. I couldn't, I could not fall I'm just a latte habit. girl. I just, I love it's like. too much sugar for me. But really it's not much sugar. I mean, I use some sugar-free syrups and luckily, at that point there's no sugar. But. I have conditioned my prehistoric man brain to just being on autopilot and that's what I like. <laughs> so that's good. I like regular coffee too, but I'm just a. Now, now you can get on TikTok. Here we are again. You can go back to TikTok and you can find all these Nespresso. I have an Nespresso and it's like a pods and you can make all of these fun lattes and they have all these fun ideas on TikTok and Did you or see, reels um, on Instagram. All these um, colleges. You can make it fun. All these colleges and universities are banning TikTok from their platform. From really? Their, yes. Probably because it's distracting. No, it's it's the security oh. thing. I don't know. Yeah, and I just got a TikTok after putting it off forever. Now, yeah, I watch <laughs> a lot of TikTok. I don't make TikToks. I watch a lot of TikToks. Um, Be careful. All right. Yeah, I don't know why it's so bad in security, but anyway, <laughs> you can. Get, what I love about it is you can get all these like recipes and ideas, and um, there's so much so much out there. But anyway. So then number six is start planning to save at least 5% of your total income. So you can pick your own number. Obviously, you don't have to do 5%. But I was calculating last night and I was like, what's achievable? What's doable? Something what's that something that us. like I know I can achieve? Because if I can achieve that, then maybe next month I can achieve more like baby steps, right? So yeah. um, I was like 5%. I got the number doable. Um, so just pick something that's doable for you start somewhere save something my goal is to save for christmas 2023 so we're sitting here in january 
I want to go into Christmas next year, like knowing I have this much to spend and it's not going to set me behind. I want to be, I want to be ahead. Yeah. We got real ahead of Christmas this year and that was yeah. nice. Yeah. I, another thing I did this year was I started shopping November 1st because everybody started having their deals so early this year <laughs> yeah. that starting November 1st, it was just better. It didn't, it didn't happen all in one month. Like I spread out our financial like spending over, you know, couple months time yeah, but even it, it, even it if you happen. had a savings account set up that would be even better right so yeah you it wouldn't be coming out start, of your monthly spending it'd, it'd be, be nice coming out of your savings start now that's my goal is christmas savings okay <laughs> never like done it. it always wanted to do it my word of the year is fulfill fulfillment something i've always wanted so to do that? so i'm gonna do it that's my point of saving five percent is setting it aside and if it even if it doesn't get used all for christmas like you know i'm sure it could go back in our savings or college or whatever we're gonna pay for in the future um so that's a good one um number seven is something just a little tip you could sell your kids clothes or like on facebook or you can um thrift kids clothes so you could take it through to a thrift store and sell it or you can buy your kids clothes at a thrift store I'm not saying you have to buy everything from a thrift store, but... Um, yeah, we do that a lot. Kids' clothes are so gently used. Kids grow out of their clothes. You know, your kids grow out of their clothes within a year, sometimes quicker if they're babies. What's that so, place you like to go to? My favorite place is uh, Once Upon a Child. Yeah. The bad thing is we live in a rural, rural area, so there's not a ton of thrifting around here, but um, Columbus has a lot of thrifting, and I, I want to go. There's so many places <laughs> I want to go up there. Um but we hit up all the nice areas <laughs> but yeah i just it's it's taking the time to do it. it you can't order you can't thrift online i mean you probably could there's probably actually i know of a couple places you can thrift online but um i like to when i'm thrifting i like to see the stuff in person so facebook uh every spring and the yard sales yeah yard sales i love yard sales i always find like kids clothes but you have oh, to yeah. you have to kind of think like um finding like um, someone that had similar age kids of you and you know they took good care of their clothes like i always like finding like good stuff like that i mean not just clothes uh other kid things like remember that one time you find those found those bike trailers at a yard sale yeah that was a really good deal the lady was like saw me looking at it and i was debating it and she was like i'll give that to you for ten dollars and i was like oh, okay that's pretty cheap and so then I get to the little checkout of the yard sale, and she was like, actually, we have two of those. Do you want to just take both? You can have the other one for free. And I was like, sure, if you help me load them up. And so, yeah, I saw that same bike trailer on Once Upon a Child, like, yesterday for $70, and I got two for 10 So sometimes you find people that just want to get rid of their stuff. Yeah. And you get good deals. Mark Facebook Marketplace, um, yard sales, people are just like, they get all these kid things and they grab them and they want them gone. Yeah, which I totally <laughs> understand. Like when you're trying to make room for Christmas, you want to get rid of the stuff that you don't <laughs> use anymore and you don't have room for it. So Yeah, um, so you can find some great deals on right large now, kid items. Right now actually might be a good time to, you know, a lot of us are decluttering during the month of January. So right now might be a good time to check Facebook actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and find some of those good deals. Obviously, don't go crazy and buy a ton of stuff because then you're just going to be back to square one with your clutter, but buy the stuff that you need. My advice would be to hoard all the large kid items you can. Just start hoarding them. No, we're not hoarding. 
you would love to hoard everything, <laughs> but I am like declutter, 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 simplify, Just simplify. Hoard of <laughs> take control of your local. That's where we are very different. Kids items uh, market. Okay, I'm done. What what's next? <laughs> find local and expensive events for the kids, so you can find um, like things at the library or things on Facebook or any just like little activity for the kids you can find, you know, for cheap and expensive experiences. Um, if you're the library looking, is really good. Yeah. If you're looking, especially if you're a stay at home mom, I know a ton of moms use the library. They have like weekly activities for the kids. They have toys for the kids. Yeah. Um, just to get them out of the house and get them doing fun stuff. And also like the movie theater sometimes does like cheap movies for, certain days of the week our movie theater yeah they used to do like tuesdays and it was like two dollar movies and they were like old movies but they'd show them on the big screen huh. but the problem is it's typically on tuesday so like for me i work on tuesdays but if, if you're a stay-at-home mom or something like that or even if you have someone that watches your kids and you want them to take them to do something fun you can check check your local theater Okay, number nine is the meal prep breakfast. So this is really important for your morning routine. If you have breakfast prepped, it's going to make your morning go smoother and it'll give you, make sure you have some calories for your day. Craig always calls them upside down oats, but they're actually <laughs> called overnight oats. That's a good um, prepping for breakfast. Another good prep for breakfast is um, if you have those little meal prep containers, I used to do um, like from fruit cut up. Um, having the fruit cut up ahead of time is like really, really nice because who wants to cut fruit up in the morning when you're trying to get everyone out the door? Yeah. Um, I like when you do that. <laughs> I know you do because it's easy <laughs> for you to all. grab too. <laughs> and you didn't even have to put any work into it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it also saves you from stopping and grabbing like Starbucks or anything that might not even be as good from the gas station or anywhere else you're going so you can find a ton of really good ideas on like pinterest or tiktok um whatever wherever you want to find it i'll try to find some good ideas i'm actually going to work on this for myself so i'll find some good ideas and i will share them on my instagram page in my stories i'll share some breakfast ideas um and i'll probably even share some of the other topic i talked about earlier which was the dinner um in the crock pots so i'll try to share some of those things that i'm doing with you guys so it makes it a little bit easier and you don't have to go searching for it yourself what do you think me yeah like <laughs> I think that's not something I'm going to be doing. I'm not going to be searching for recipes. Well, I'm going to share it because I already do it anyway. So I'll share some of my favorite things that I find. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely a mom mom thing. Yeah. Um, I like yeah. cooking meat and eggs. <laughs> that's my specialties. Um, all right. Well, let's just move on to the very last one, which is number 10. And it's a side hustle and making extra money. So this is really really good one um yeah you're gonna earn extra money aside from your total income and like you had a really good thing you were saying about side hustles and how yeah um what was i saying earlier um you we, were saying we like, budget our wages yeah um like i think some people think we make a lot of money like with our jobs and mm -hmm. that's really not true i mean you work three days a week I'm a union construction worker, which those are both good jobs. Yeah, both good hygienist. jobs. But, but we budget all of our money out with our vehicles, house, uh, things we need for the kids, bills. Like all that money is pretty much gone. 
the only fun money we have uh, is like our side hustle money. And yeah, like, did I say that earlier in the episode? We keep it. Yeah, yeah we keep our side hustle separate from our main bank account. Um, I think everybody needs a side hustle. It kind of gives you your own little purpose, your own little identity outside of yeah. your marriage, like outside and it of also being can dad. Be, it can be a passionate side hustle. So it can be things that you like or enjoy. Yeah. It's like your identity outside of being mom or yeah. dad or working for the man. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so like for me, you know, I do makeup, skincare, those are things that I love and use. So I share them and that's like my side hustle. And then it's evolved into like doing wedding makeup. Um, and then yeah. like for you, it's I like all selling kinds my, of different things. <laughs> it's all kinds of things. <laughs> jack of my, all trades. Not a jack of all trades. I have my freedom vest with the workout vest. That's yeah. something I'm passionate about working out. Yeah. Uh, it's also a self-defense item. Um, yeah. I enjoy making and selling that. Um, the other thing I do is I, I enjoy when you're going to the yard sales looking for <laughs> kids clothes <laughs> and whatnot. I'm looking for collectibles, things to buy and sell, antiques. Yeah. Um, and then I sell Worth them on money. eBay and Amazon. I sell books. I sell antiques. I sell consumer goods. I'm just oh, always looking. I'm always looking for something to buy and sell yeah. for more later. Um, and I read something once. I mean, this doesn't apply to everybody, but this is my side hustle part of my brain. Like the best thing to do with your money is to get rid of it. Like to buy something of more value that's going to be that you can sell for more later. If you get rid of your money and you know it's going to, when it comes back to you, it's going to be more. Yeah. Uh, that, that applies to like a little niche thing. Like I just said, like buying and selling small goods. That also applies to real estate, cars, um, that's yeah. thing do, like that's a just it's a, a very th- different philosophy but if I it's know, something it, that works for you it works well for you it's not for everybody yeah it's not for everybody but it works um, really well for you um like i said make a good if something you're passionate about like my sister she's really crafty and she decided to make these elf on a shelf kits yeah um and i'm sure she's gonna probably do that for the rest of her life and she's she enjoys doing it and she's gonna do that every year now because um, she had such a great response. She's crafty anyway. She's just, you got to keep trying things. And then when you get to do something that's your side hustle that you actually kind of enjoy, it's really fun. And then you get to use that extra money yeah, um, for stuff you want, for your wants, not for your needs. That's that's how yeah. the way we found. It's a good, a good way pay to pay for vacations, plan extra goods that aren't necessary that you want, like yeah. your little Lululemons. <laughs> <laughs> trips and um so my sister does that my brother makes whiskey barrel he sells whiskey barrel cabinets yeah he makes them in his garage yeah in his spare time and he, he makes a few and he's got extra spending money yeah um so. and then there was i mentioned this in an earlier podcast about finding something that suits you for a side hustle and i had a friend of mine come to me and tell me like that i was inspired her and she wanted to do something as well so she started doing like the whole instacart thing and yeah. it's not all the time but if she has a little bit of downtime or has somebody watching her kids she's like i'm gonna pick up a few orders and make some money on the side yeah. so it can be all kinds of different things it allows things. you to fill your downtime with something productive instead right. of just you know nothing uh, being lazy <laughs> like watching tv or scrolling um yeah just like that you can just if I don't, everybody's in a different situation if you have kids if you don't like instacart like if you're a 
mom and you you do go to the grocery store and you're getting your groceries what yeah. if you hopped on the instacart app to pick up a couple orders while you're picking up your own and then you can yeah drop them off on the way home and you have some extra money like your groceries yeah, are now cheaper that actually you, probably may be even pay for your groceries that you just you bought. might get your groceries for free if you if yeah. you go buy your own groceries and picked up two more yeah. uh, orders i don't know i'm not an instacarter i'm but not either but <laughs> i don't know how easy or hard it is to get you know somebody's yeah. order on there but if you're going to the grocery store anyway yeah pick up an instacart order i mean and that can um, go for any side hustle like say if you're covering there's a million ways groceries for the week like that's saving you 150 200 like if you're covering anything any little bit matters um yeah so i don't know everybody's side hustle maybe you you could share make a post and uh share yeah. your side hustle with us because yeah. i'd love to know uh that's just a few examples of the people i know around us yeah there's probably so many side hustles that people have that we don't even realize so share your side um, hustle. share it i'd want to hear it and i want to see it and <laughs> and we'll share we'll reshare <laughs> i can't wait that's something i get excited about you i get excited too perk up there <laughs> out of nowhere yeah i, I love the side hustle i do too um i can't wait to see what all of you guys put so definitely share that with us we'll be really excited to see all right, okay. so we're going to move into the parenting tip of the week. And this one actually came from, well, it started with me, but Craig was the one that mentioned it. And it's like an unspoken thing that we have started to do as like a teamwork in parenthood. Um, it is, so in the evening, one parent will start the bath routine and do that with the girls and bathe them and wash them. And while that parent's doing that, the other parent cleans up from dinner. So cleans up all the dishes. Cleans up the kitchen. Cleans up the kitchen. Unloads the dishwasher. Reloads yeah. the dishwasher. And so we kind of take it. You take turns. Take turns. And some nights, you know, <laughs> Craig does bath and I do dishes or they're vice versa. Well, let's be honest. Like, they're both chores. They are both so chores. So it's like, um, it's, yeah. When it hits 730 and it's bath time. Yeah. You say, I look at you and you say, what do you want to do? Bath or kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> and and then, then one parent goes up and gives the kids a bath and one the other one's does the doing dishes. dishes and cleaning the kitchen yeah instead of it's a good teamwork thing because then once the kids are done getting bathed and getting their pajamas it's time for bed then once the bedtime routine's over we can relax we like, don't have to go back to the kitchen like there's and be no cleaning. point in both parents sitting up there giving the kid a bath no and there's no point in one parent doing it all and giving right. a bath and then the other one's just going to be sitting on the couch like a bum like that's not yeah right that's either. not fair either so, so when you guys could just knock it out all together and then you have more free time in the evening i don't know i feel like most people probably do something similar but i feel like yeah I feel like it's worth mentioning like if you're don't be wasting time i mean it wasn't something that came easy to us at first like it kind of evolved and even evolved more once we had the second child because just like then you have double the duties and yeah bath or kitchen and then something to go <laughs> kind of off of that which was um an idea that i had so like if you're the one giving the bath i mean you can wash them pretty quick you can wash their hair wash their bodies all within like a few minutes and then our kids like to sit and play for a little while so while they're playing in the bath um you can clean the bathroom so even if it's not like deep clean the bathroom just like put the clothes in the hamper wipe down the counters get the toothbrushes all put back in their order 
um, hang up the towels or maybe like fold some towels and put them away. But that's even something you can also kill two birds with one stone. So while your kids are playing in the bath, you can pick up your bathroom. Um, that's something I always do while the kids are taking a bath. Um, most of the time, just to kind of, it helps me from having to do all this cleaning at the end of the week if you do a little bit here and there. So, oh yeah. That's just another, that's another thing. Just add on to the parent duties is whoever's on bath duty can kind of tidy up the bathroom while you're, while the kids are playing. That's the super duper mom. That's the super mom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's more of a mom thing, but hey, dads can do it too. Super mom. Um, I need to get better. I need to put some toilet cleaner up there and some. Mirror stuff, and I can wipe down the mirror and clean the toilet real quick. I mean, that takes five minutes. Yeah, it takes five minutes, and those two things could be done (laughs) while the kids are playing. The only bad thing is when they get out of the bath, they kind of terrorize things again. But I try not to let them. So usher them out of your clean spaces. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shut the door. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then I'm gonna move into um. Uh, one other thing I'm just going to mention because this is also on my list, but a parenting tip is to put a pool noodle under your fitted sheet as a barrier so your kids don't fall out of bed. I thought this was a good idea because, um, uh, yeah, like our oldest is, she's pretty good. She doesn't fall out of bed anymore. But like if you're transitioning from, um, a crib to a toddler bed or a crib to a bigger twin bed, um, yeah. I've been kind of thinking about this lately just because Sylvie's two and a half and I know probably around three, she'll probably, be transitioning out of her crib so i was so looking it's like and a cheap bed rail it's not so extreme yeah because they sell like these bumpers that you can buy it's yeah. basically the same thing i don't know how much they are but i'm sure they're like I at least like 50 like, bucks always be in the way to like yeah but if you put it under the fitted sheet yeah it's gonna a provide big, a bumper are we talking like a skinny pool noodle big one just whatever i mean whatever you can find i what the one i saw was just like a average pool noodle that you get from the dollar store i just thought it was so creative because instead of spending money on a a bumper you could just buy a even if you bought two pool noodles it would be like double the size three you could lay two down and then one on top make a little yeah i don't know and wrap it in duct tape i'm getting a little crazy you could i mean anyway anyway the any pool noodle triangle wrapped in duct tape would be yeah, nice because a lot of times like with stella I, when she was like four she i mean she's fell off the bed even like this year so <laughs> i would like pile pillows next to her so she doesn't like roll off that's the other which that's... works but like if you had a pool noodle there you wouldn't have to like worry about and it's piling not up pillows. a pool noodle is not so ugly and bulky as a gate type yeah. thing that slides on it i like it Slide just an idea and the, cheap so sheet yeah okay um and then so we'll go into the mom hack of the week and um this is to set a timer when you're cleaning in the evening so sometimes like in the evening at some point i clean like i tidy up the living room or whatever i'll set like so for whatever you want to do that evening 15 20 30 minutes just set a timer on your phone get as much picked up as you can and then once that timer goes off you're done for the evening and you just sit down and relax i think this helps me mentally because a lot of times i have a hard time sitting down because every time i sit down i'm like i could be doing this i could be doing this i could be doing this (laughs) instead of sitting and relaxing so for me mentally if you just set that timer 
and be like, okay, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my phone down. I'm gonna knock out as much as I can. Thirty minutes. I'm gonna fold a load of laundry. Whatever it is, get it all done. And then when you sit down to relax after that timer's gone off, you're like, okay, I did all these things. So now I can relax because I spent thirty minutes hustling and getting everything done. I feel like. I feel like people could set the bar a lot lower too. Like, yeah, you know, well, you're it, super duper mom. Well, you can depend. It can depend <laughs> on the day too. Like, well, about if ten minutes. If it was a, if it was me. a day that I worked all day and I'm exhausted, yeah, ten minutes. Like ten minutes. That's it. Like, but <laughs> thirty if, minutes is a but if it's dang if I feel like I've got a lot of time, kids are being good. That's another thing. Like, if the kids are cooperating, they're being good. I'll oh, yeah. knock out a few more minutes, but yeah, like just that. put a timer. Put a timer on it. Put a cap on it because for me i always um you can give yourself permission to relax exactly um so and then one other little mom hack i just had it in here as well you got a lot of uh, i know i got a lot of hacks but i had a lot of ideas so i'm just gonna share them all okay so i don't forget them um (laughs) is keep an empty bin or container in the main room so i actually just when I was putting Christmas decorations away yesterday, I got these two little bins. They were on sale at Target for like $7. They're, like they're clear, pretty decent clear size. large totes, yeah. Well, I got the large totes for the toys, but these were like little woven, woven <laughs> baskets. Woven. <laughs> <laughs> woven baskets. And I set them on my, um. they're like decor basically, but they're completely empty. So when the kids leave all their little toys out, I can throw them in these baskets. And it basically like tidies up but the kids still have them there if they want to play like later with them just to keep up in your main room but yeah the totes is a the totes are like huge and keeping toys like tucked away for a little bit and then when you pull those totes out the kids think they're like new toys that's that's called toy rotation which i do that too which that's a whole nother topic (laughs) toy rotation that's a whole nother topic if you're a mom Craig probably never heard of it, but if you're a mom, you know what toy rotation is. I don't know. Maybe you'll hit that next episode. <laughs> yeah, it's another topic because I, I feel like I could go on for that <laughs> for a while. Okay. Um, and then the last thing is the fashion tip to keep you as a cool mom. My favorite. Um, <laughs> this is always fun and exciting. This one is, um, since it's January, is a toboggan. <laughs> A toboggan or just a ball cap. I feel like it's good for a mom. Like, embrace the accessories. Wear your toboggan because it's going to hide your hair if your hair is not looking the best that day. Or it's going to keep you warm when you're hustling the kids in and out of the car during the winter. Um, Or just throw on a ball hat and then you can kind of make it trendy with your white sneakers from last week. Um, The ball hat thing is kind of cute with the white sneakers or the toboggan. I have a mom fashion tip of the week for the winter what <laughs> you always have um, the lovely comments for this <laughs> so i'm just like the the this fox is top, this is something i've seen you do you have your faux leather gloves that way when you're when you're walking outside and smoking a cigarette your, <laughs> your hands don't smell like smoke oh and my you have gosh your faux leather gloves and you're toboggan on <laughs> okay back up I do not wear faux leather gloves. That's from like the 1960s. Number two, I do not smoke. So do not get it that confused. Keep, it keeps the smell off. Oh, you're reminding me of like my grandma's day and age. And what's the thing like the cigarette holder? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you better say I'm just kidding because a lot of people take you seriously. <laughs> a lot of times he does this to me when we're out in public and he'll be like, oh, Jess, when you do this and this and this and people actually believe him. And I'm like, 
I don't know if they caught on to your sarcasm. A lot of people don't catch on to sarcasm. Like, they're probably going to think that about me now. So, yeah, this is life with, faux with leather, Craig. Faux leather gloves keep the smoke smell off your fingers <laughs> for when you clean their teeth. Okay, that's <laughs> that's irrelevant. But okay. anyways, okay, so that pretty much wraps up the show for this week. Um, if you enjoyed anything from the show and also be be on the lookout for the side hustle thing, um, oh, yeah. be sure to just follow me on The Cool Mom Show on the podcast on Apple. You can click the follow button or you can follow me on my Instagram page at The Cool Mom Show. So yeah. thanks for listening. I'm really excited to hear about your side hustles. Yep, let's hear them. Mm-hmm.